Hey, Luke. What's up, Fro? Where do snowmen keep their money? I don't know. In the snowbank. <laughs> this week, another digital citizen. We'll be talking about news from the week, the commuter, harp conspiracy theory, and weather manipulation, and Alone Together, episode one. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to another Digital Citizen episode 119. Uh, hello, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Uh, how are you? I'm a lot better. I did a wrestling show this weekend, so there's, I was around a ton of people. And the night I got back to my house, I got sick. I got like a sinus infection thing. And... Mm two days of being miserable and then last night before i went to bed my nose just cleared miraculously like the parting of the red sea and like the parting of the green sea i guess and uh <laughs> i feel better today it was like it, it was like something wanted me to record a podcast today oh that's good tilly's out being pregnant yes tilly's not uh, doing as well as i am as i understand she's uh, feeling very, very pregnant. Yes. You know what? I think that happens when you get pregnant, that you feel really, really, really pregnant at a point. Right. At certain points, yeah, for sure. I think some people it's easier, some people it's harder. It just It's all dependent on different things. So right now she's have you been... having a rough time, but hopefully she feels better. Have you been told how you uh, were in your mom's stomach if you were uh, one that kicked a lot or if you were silent or... Oh, I... Hmm. I don't remember any stories about it. I know no? I came out backwards. I came out breach. Backwards. Yeah. Ah, uh, that explains a lot. <laughs> right, they don't even allow you to do that anymore. It's like they do... If, they, if it's happening, they'll give a C-section now because it's too dangerous. Yeah. So I yeah. like, but this was back in the eighties when you that was allowed, and so I yeah I came up backwards. I, only thing I think that really changes is uh, when if you're born regular, uh, you have a really soft head, and so your head will be mm -hmm. kind of I don't know if the, what's the it, it'll be reformed a little bit when you come out, whereas when you come out backwards, your head it doesn't really get touched. So my head is. People say when I shave my head that I have a perfectly shaped head, 
is what a lot of people tell me. So, mm-hmm. you are perfect in any shape, form, or way. Oh, how sweet! It's not true, yes. but it's very sweet. <laughs> Just like me, we are perfect. Are you ready for this uh, week's uh, wrestling list uh, by the Book of Margaret? Oh, yeah, okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, top 10 uh, The Rock's Verbal Smackdowns. The Rock's Verbal <laughs> Smackdowns. Okay, so Rock rock Lines. Yes. Uh, number you... one. Number one. Uh, it doesn't matter what your name is. Yep, yep, that is a hundred percent correct. <laughs> uh, no, not really surprised. Rocks doesn't matter. Burns always uh, catches his foes off guard and crushes their confidence, giving him the advantage. Two is interview insults. Okay. All right. Number three is know you roll. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number four is the bad game. Uh, they gave uh, the game. I don't. I don't remember that at all. But okay. <laughs> oh, thirty-three pound head. Nope. I don't remember the that. Rock, <laughs> the Rock mocked the Undertaker regularly, once targeting him as Mickey Mouse tattoos and a hundred and thirty-three pound head. Okay. Okay. Don't remember that either. Nope. Number six, Fruity Pebbles. Yeah, I remember uh, that. It wasn't good. Yeah. But. Nope. Number seven, Hair Cut Down. And that was against the big show. Long haired, seven foot, 500 piece of monkey crap. Right. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. Um, eight is Class Act. Uh, when he went against uh, Booker T. No, uh, I, yeah, I don't remember that. I don't remember most okay. of these. Nope, me neither. Number nine is Smackdown song. That was in 2003. Oh, right. Uh, the Smackdown yeah. ho- Hotel song, where he did like oh, yeah. the Elvis oh, yeah, yeah. thing with uh, the guitar, where he oh, can't really uh, sing or play the guitar, but he did the Smackdown. Uh, I think that's what they're talking about, probably. And number 10 is Jabroni. That's number 10? Shouldn't that be number yeah. like 3 or 2? Yeah. And that shouldn't is... Lay the Smack Down be like one of them? And yeah. my favorite rock kind of bit ever was, I think it was on Sunday Night Heat? Or maybe, yeah, I think so. Uh, after Billy Gunn, I think, won... The King of the Ring, or maybe it was the Royal... I think it was the King of the Ring. And Rock did this whole bit about Billy Gunn talking to God, and God was totally insulting him and saying... uh, And Billy Gunn's thanking him for winning the King of the Ring. Look that up on YouTube. It's great stuff. That sounds awful. Let's talk two seconds about uh, Raw and SmackDown this week, because I have a complaint about SmackDown. Uh, Raw was pretty good. Uh, I I did a lot of fast forwarding. I'll tell you that much. I I thought it was pretty good. 
uh, a better role than I've been for ages, if you ask me. I, I really like the... I've, I have a tendency to like uh, uh, everything they do with uh, Braun, Strawman. Right, so I okay. guess. Uh, uh, maybe I just felt that it wasn't, like, I just didn't feel like it went anywhere, because the whole beginning of it was like, oh, he got fired, and by the end of it, n all the stuff that happened at the beginning didn't matter, and so we're now just mm. moving into the next week with all that stuff not mattering. Uh, it was to show how strong he was. Like, that's what they're trying to do. They oh, yeah, really I get that. It, but it's not like we haven't them. already established that. I just don't think no, the no. you're fired brawn thing was necessary at all. I liked it. I liked the storyline of it. Uh, I, I, wish they, I wish they had uh, kept it going a little longer. And that's my second complaint about the SmackDown when we come there. But holy shit. What are they doing with SmackDown? Because I have never, ever seen so many uh, cell phone footages in SmackDown before. What was that all about? Like every commercial break or, or, or going to a wrestler, they were talking to, the, uh, to uh, their cell phone. Are you Every talking time. about the mix math challenge stuff? I don't know what you're talking oh, about. I'm talking about SmackDown. Right. Who's yeah. uh, the mix math challenge stuff is all done on cell phones. Is that what you're talking about? I don't really know. Other than that, I don't remember any cell phones. I would, but they were talking to cell phones. Uh, like uh, uh, the camera was uh, uh, like when when for example Randy Orton was in the ring doing a promo. What did he use? He used the cell phone. When, uh, Ginger, I think that was backstage. No, no, I don't think he was in the ring. He was in the ring before before it was because he was standing on one of those uh, he was standing in a corner and we saw the empty arena. Oh, I okay. promise him. Uh, yeah, okay. right. But he wasn't like on the show. Right, yeah, okay. I know, I know no, 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 no. No, no, no. And then, then uh, it was uh, uh, not Ginger Mahal, but uh, uh, the other <laughs> foreigner guy. I'm going to say, sound racist now. Um, uh, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, when he did the promo, he did it to a cell phone. And then it was uh, a lot of yeah, just a lot of like cell phone shots in SmackDown, and then they did uh, the uh, U.S. Uh, or is it the Intercontinental title? I I I always US. forget. It is U.S. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Is it a little sad that I don't remember what it is? <laughs> but yes, then they did the ending with the U.S. title, and I know where this is going. I can smell it from ten thousand miles away. You know what's going to happen next week, right? Uh, no. I guess. I mean, it was a really just kind of. Nothing happened at the end of the SmackDown, so I don't know. What do you think? Okay, so now uh, they made uh, uh, made him uh, the champion 
uh, what is his name again? Bobby Root. Bobby Root, thank you. So next week, we are going to have uh, uh, the one that uh, Rick uh, claimed his title down at, uh, at uh, uh, the ring, complaining that uh, Bobby Root is not the real uh, US title. Uh, holder, and we will get a match between those at the Royal Rumble. I can already tell you that. I don't know. I I don't think they're going to have any more matches at the Royal Rumble. I think it's already filled up. I think they did this because they didn't want to have a U.S. title match at the Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. I think they were planning on it, and then they realized we have way too many matches. Let's do it on SmackDown. That's what I thought, but I don't know. We'll okay, see. but then we're getting that. Then we're getting that at WrestleMania. Then, but we're getting that match. That's the build-up for this. Sure, I yeah, know. I'll agree with that. For yeah. yeah, and I, I, I think it smells like that. Yeah. Anyway, were you glad that you weren't in Hawaii this week? Uh, yeah, I was. <laughs> I, I didn't hear about Holy this till like a, a day later, but yeah. Really, like I, 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 I saw some cell phone footage uh, from it. Uh, what was going on was that uh, they uh, got a false alarm of of uh, some nuclear weapons being on their way to Hawaii. They didn't actually it say was... nuclear; they just said ballistic oh. missile. So that could mean okay. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I. I read. I would read it as uh, nuclear weapons. Is that okay? Uh, assumption. You know what that means, but yeah, yeah sure. Um, and we are going to see a video. Um, well, let's cover this has... first because that that this we need to cover the this story before we go into the video because the video is kind of about uh, something bigger. But uh, okay, but it has to do with that. But uh, as far as this Hawaii thing goes, uh, it was put out on cell phones this emergency alert uh, mm -hmm. I think a few months ago a few months back we talked on the show about how they were revamping the Hawaii missile uh, def uh, warning system remember we were saying yeah. they were revamping it from the 50s or whatever since the last time it had been used right. uh, and we Maybe it was the 80s. It would make more sense if it was the 80s. I think it was the 80s. Nonetheless, they were revamping this thing. And so when I saw it, I went, when I heard about this, I instantly went, oh, they were working on revamping it. They were setting some, setting up some communications, like, in their system, like, to be, you know, ready to be sent out at a moment's notice. Because that, you know, it needs to be there. And if they're revamping it, maybe they were messing with the system and somehow it accidentally got sent out. Well, from what I'm reading here, they've blamed a single person for sending out this alert. Mm. Uh, it's it, from what I was reading, it was saying that uh, one person, they didn't name the person, obviously, but he was fired in... Uh, got in trouble for this so somebody has actually gotten in trouble for this at least uh but this was sent out and the big deal was that it got sent out and for like 40 to 45 minutes they didn't send out a retraction they didn't 
put anything out on the news. They didn't put out an Amber Alert, hey, that was fake. For 45 minutes, all these people in Hawaii <laughs> thought they were going to die. Mm-hmm. That's the terrible part of this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I, kn- I know people in Hawaii. I was talking to friends afterwards once I found out about it, and they were like, yeah, we were, we were shit scared. It was like... No shit. Some people were thinking, oh, do, should I get on a boat and just start driving away from the island? Like, what do I do here? You know what I mean? Um, mm. uh, so it was really bad in that sense. And it's come out that the police knew that it was fake five minutes ap- after it happened. And for some reason, the notification that it was fake didn't go out for another 30 to 40 minutes. So why people are kind of confused so as to why, why yeah. there was such a delay. Yeah, that's a um, terrific good question. Yeah, and there has not been any answer to that. But this one person who they say sent this out on accident or whatever, he has been fired. So mm. that is going to the response. That's probably going to be their go-to. Oh, the person who did it has been fired. Like They're going to say that this has been remedied, where I'm going... What about what if this happens again without that person? Are we still going to have this 35 40 minute delay till you tell everybody it's everything's okay? Yeah, I don't know. Mm. We'll see, but uh somebody is getting fired over this. I will bet uh, Oh, like a I lot said, money. somebody got yeah. fired already. Oh, yeah. Uh yeah, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's just that one person, but could be more in the future. We'll see. Mm. <clears throat> I bet it's some tech guy who, like, wrote a wrong line of code, and he's like, I- I'm writing code here. Like, <laughs> mistakes happen, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Mm. Uh, but he'll get in trouble for that. But this video we're watching, after this happened, uh, the news, they wanted to get people to talk about this, and, of course, they got Tulsi Gabbard, who a couple of weeks ago, I think, I mentioned that I would like to run for president. I think she would be a good fit. Uh, I know the Democrats are hater and the Republicans hater after this specific news story that we're going to be playing right here. Um, mm-hmm. she was asked about, uh, she's the Congresswoman from Hawaii. So of mm-hmm. course she's going to have a large opinion on this. And this is her talking about, um, the fact that the reason these missile alerts happened is because of the threat from North Korea, and so she's going to be talking about what she thinks about um, the nuclear threat from North Korea, is really what we're going to get here. So go ahead and give us a countdown. Right. In three, two, one, go. We've got to understand why Kim Jong-un is saying he's not going to give up his nuclear weapons. Uh, Our country's history of regime change wars has led countries like North Korea to develop and hold on to these nuclear weapons because they see it as their only deterrent against regime change. And this is what's important for President Trump to recognize. It is critical that we end our policies of regime change wars to provide that credible guarantee that Mm. the United States is not going to go in and topple the North Korean regime so that these conversations can begin towards denuclearization. Just to be clear, are you saying that Kim Jong-un's nuclear arsenal is our fault? (laughs) What I'm saying is that Democrat and Republican administrations for decades, going back over 20 years, failed to recognize the seriousness of this threat, failed to remove it. And we know that North Korea has these nuclear weapons because they see how the United States in Libya, for example, 
guaranteed Gaddafi, we're not going to go after you. You should get rid of your nuclear weapons. He did. Then we went and led an attack that toppled Gaddafi, uh, launching Libya into chaos uh, that we are still seeing the results of today. Uh, North Korea sees what we did in Iraq with Saddam Hussein with those mm. false reports of weapons of mass destruction. Mm. I was just and now thinking seeing that. in Iran how President Trump is decertifying a nuclear deal that prevented Iran from developing their nuclear weapons, mm. threatening the very existence and the agreement that was made. So yes, we've got to understand North Korea is holding on to these nuclear weapons because they think it is their only protection mm. from the United States coming in and doing to them what the United States has done to so many countries Was throughout it a history. mistake for the United States to take out Gaddafi and Hussein? It was, absolutely. I totally agree with her. Congressman Gabbard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it was a mistake. It was a big mistake. All of those were mistakes. All like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ira I think we can all agree Iraq was a mistake at this point. Mm -hmm. After we're still there, <laughs> like, yep. 16 years later, 17 years later now, mm -hmm. uh, I think we could agree, but... Uh, the Republicans and the Democrats are have all since she did this interview have been saying Tulsi Gabbard is on North Korea's side. Right. Uh, that's uh, not what she said. She was no. saying what's actually happening in the world and what we should do about things. And your instant response is the one-sided. Oh, she's on North Korea's side. Not. Oh, that's the actuality of what's happening in, in geopolitical pol like politics. But uh, they just want to bomb things, I think is what it is, more than yeah. anything else. But I agree. Uh, I think she, she had a good point. Uh, yeah. And okay. North Korea is a huge problem, but we need to realize, mm. like she said, why they're a problem. And then yeah. we can deal with it, not just go, oh, they're a problem, let's just blow the shit um, out of them. them. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, small story real quick. North Korea is sending um, athletes to the Olympics. To, yeah. Uh, and they I... had talks with South Korea, I guess, and they've agreed yeah. to send send people to the Olympics. So that should be interesting. And, and super good news, if you ask me. If you ask me, it's really good news because it shows that uh, sport is sport. Sure, right. Yeah. As long as they don't you know, take people hostage like in those Olympics back in the 40s. But yeah. In Berlin, yeah. <laughs> uh, we have a little uh, snoop up uh, last week uh, that we did actually uh, say wrong. We have a correction. Uh, we uh, said that... Uh, I, I should have put like a question mark as to whether or not this is a correction, but go ahead. Yes. Uh, because we, we said that it will be extinct in 40 years. That is kind of false, kind of. Chocolate. Is, you didn't yes. say chocolate at all. Chocolate, sorry. Uh, it's kind of false? I am not 100% sure if it's false or not. It's kind of confusing. I mean, the stories that we got it from were from legitimate news sources. The USA Today and a couple other places. It wasn't... Like, in, Fro sent me a Snopes... Uh, Snopes uh, is it an article? Or, it, you know, a Snopes page about this yes. yeah and they were citing it like this was some kind of online uh fake news type onion thing mm. uh clickbait is what they called it but this was mm. from usa today so that's a legitimate news source i don't know 
uh, they didn't mention in the Snopes thing anything about that article. They mentioned about one specific article when there were I I looked it up. There were a bunch of articles, um, but I guess the according to the, the other thing is the Snopes thing. I tried to look up any other article that was saying, oh, last week uh, that chocolate story was incorrect, or even a mm. like a retraction from one of the news sources we got it from. Mm-hmm. So, but Snopes is the only place making this assumption or this assertion. So, um, yes. Uh, but according to Snopes, chocolate is not going extinct. So, good. Uh, take that for what it's worth. I guess we're gonna go and say we don't know which one it is. No. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What do you think, bro? I, I I am I'm 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 a little like uh, confused because of the Snopes article. I read it and I was like. Uh, I understand their point of view, and they are trying to like give give uh, arguments. Uh, while, uh, but it says here in the end of the Snopes article, and I wanted to get your views on it. Why climate change presents credible threat to future cocoa production and to the economies of the countries that it grows. Its actual story was lost in the effort to lure word chocolate lovers to click on the link. The question is not whether or not chocolate will be around in 2058. It will be around, it says. The question is how much uh, cost future generations to buy if generic modification can play a role in the future production. So are they saying that it's a credible threat or... (laughs) They're saying... If we genetically modify it, then it will still be around. Therefore, it won't be extinct. That was what that just said. Yeah. So they're saying. So what I they just said that... in that was that the article was correct, but they're twisting it to make it say it wasn't correct. Right. That's what I'm reading as well. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So we're not 100 percent sure if this is a correction or not, but it is clarifying oh. maybe what the story yeah. really was. The story was really more about the. Uh, genetic modification that's happening of chocolate of cocoa plants more than anything else, I guess. Yes. Uh, talking about chocolate, uh, do you know that Switzerland is a big producer of chocolate? Delicious chocolate, yeah. Yeah, I love Swiss chocolate. But uh, Switzerland rules that lobsters must be stunned before boiling. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Government bans the practice of plunging live lobsters into boiling water and admit fears of the animal can feel pain. No shit, Sherlock. Well, yeah, they scream when you put them in there. Have you ever boiled no! lobsters? <laughs> Have you ever boiled lobsters, bro? It... <laughs> yes. Okay. They do, they like squeal when you put them in there, so yeah. No! Uh, I should make fun of this. Uh, but yeah, animals can feel pain. Uh, There's a lot. I mean, it's been. Uh, people have said fish don't feel pain forever. I mean, it's in a freaking Nirvana song. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, according to the Swiss government, this is for animal protection laws. Uh, mm-hmm. They'll have to use some kind of electric shock or mechanical destruction of the lobster's brain uh, will both be accepted methods uh, once the law takes effect. 
scientists are arguing that the crustaceans have sophisticated nervous systems and and likely feel pain. So this coming from government scientists is what it sounds like. Uh, the government order also claim, uh, aims to crack down on illegal puppy farms and imports uh, and banning devices that automatically pu- punish dogs when they bark, like stun collars and things mm. like that. So it's not mm. just about this uh, law was just not about lobsters. Lobster. It had uh, it. Yeah. It was in. Uh, it had a lot uh, at other animals. It was more about animal safety than anything else. And uh, uh, to bring some Norwegian news into this, uh, Norway's government decided this week with the new government that we are going to get. Now I can actually talk about it now. Uh, that uh, we are going to lay down fur uh, fur production in Norway. Oh yeah, I saw that. They uh, yeah. stopped fox hunting as well, yeah. right? Yeah, that's many years ago. That's in England. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. In England, I mean, I, about that. I know in Norway, uh, wolf hunting is still completely acceptable because there's like yeah. massive wolf populations that are taking over, basically. Well, so they need to be hunted. That's what I'm to understand. Massive and massive. Let's talk about like ten fucking animals. It's not like atrociously amounts of of uh, of wolves. I mean, this was a while. I think it was a year ago. I read an article that was saying that the wolves were enough that they were killing off too many um, game animals. That the game game animal right. numbers were going down. And they weren't able to procreate fast enough to keep their numbers up, and that's why they were having to kill wolves. But yeah. who knows? That could just be an excuse. Yeah, yeah. Now, so the new Norwegian government, and we got this new minority coalition government now after negotiations. Uh, the left has uh, joined uh, the right party and uh, uh, the progress party in government. And they decided now to close everything that has to do with fur, fur production. So that's good. Really good news, if you ask me. Yeah, we don't need that. It's we're, We live in 2018. We have plenty yeah. of other ways to keep warm, so... Uh, Ecuador... Uh, gives uh, Assange, uh, Julian Assange, citizenship and seeks to end an embassy stay. I heard it was because he smells. I read that article too. Uh, yeah. I kind of think that that was more than anything else. Yep. Um, but also, he's been locked up in a building for, what, six years now? And unable to mm-hmm. go anywhere. Do you think you would really give a crap about your hygiene all that much? Nope. You know, you're not allowed. You would, you would be depressed at that point if you were forced to. Like, you would probably not sleep all that well. So I wouldn't be surprised if you would not have. I would probably wouldn't have great hygiene if I was stuck in a building for six years. You know what I mean? Nope. So, don't really blame him, even if he was. But I don't think that's an, really an excuse. I think uh, the most interesting thing here is. Ecuador wants to bring him uh, to South America, but London has told him, told them that if if he comes out, they're going to try to arrest him. Um, right. And the confusion is, uh, what for? B- 
because the the only reason he's been stuck in there is because he was, what was it? He was granted asylum there in 2012 to avoid extradition to Sweden um, mm-hmm. for questioning in a sexual molestation case, which I think mm-hmm. two years ago was dropped when what? it was found out that the person he was accused of molesting was saying that it didn't happen. But the government for a year after that said that they were still going to prosecute him for a thing that the person who accused him of it was saying didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, So after that got dropped, now they're saying, hey, we'll take him out of our embassy. Uh, But England is saying, we're not going to let you do that. So it's very confusing. The only thing is people are thinking that the U.S. has some hand in not wanting wanting him to leave. So, and uh, I, I, I think, <laughs> I think we are more or less right about that. Right here at the end of this ar- uh, article from Reuters, uh, there is no evidence at this point that the U.S. authorities have filed any charges against him, including including secret charges. But CIA Director Mike Pompeo last year called WikiLeaks a hostile intelligence service. Mm-hmm. So that's not a reason to arrest him, <laughs> but. <laughs> oh, some good news for London uh, as well as it uh, lasts. Trump uh, cancels his visit to mid uh, protests. Uh, he, t- he he blames it on Obama. I think that's kind of. I, I, I was I was reading his tweet or whatever it was, and I, I was like. Hey, haven't you take over command now? Can you stop blaming Obama for every decision you make? Even like going to London because you didn't want you didn't want the US uh, consulate to lay where it is. What a fucking bad excuse. I guess the reason they're moving this okay, so the reason he didn't want to go is a, a fear of mass to protests. Him. Well, well, acor- well, according to him, it's because Obama. Well, that's what he said on his Twitter. But according to the White House, they said it was a fear of mass protests. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said that it was because Barack Obama did a bad deal moving the embassy from London to outside of London. Uh, yep. And that uh, he didn't want to... What did he say? He didn't want to uh, cut the ribbon on this place because he thought it was a bad deal. When it turns out, the embassy in London was uh, was sold in 2008 by George W. Bush. So it wasn't even Barack Obama that sold it in the first place. No, so that's it good. was Barack Obama. <laughs> Everything is Barack Obama's fault, Luke. Right. He definitely did. He got us in Iraq as well. So that yes. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, uh and overall, I, I just added this because ha- this is what, I guess, uh, let's count it, number six times that Trump has canceled <laughs> his visit to to England. So he's never it, going. He's never going. <laughs> I think he just, he he's such an idiot, he'd probably get there and, like, wouldn't understand any of them because he's like, well, this accent, I can't understand their accent, I can't understand anything they're saying. <laughs> He needs a translator. He needs a translator, right? He's got the little headset, like if you were at the UN. <coughs> oh, my God. Oh. 
what was it? Uh, uh, Trund called him this week. Uh, uh, Mr. Shithead for Brains Trump. Right. <laughs> I didn't put that down, but there was the whole uh, controversy about something he said in, behind closed hey, doors about shithole countries, which yes. was a really weird story that I didn't add because it's very unverified because it's... Um, there. You know me. When I hear somebody says something... I go and try to find the actual quote. Well, you can't yeah. find this actual quote because it was told to people third hand from somebody who mm -hmm. heard it, right? So everybody's just going off of third hand knowledge. And to me, that is not news. So that's why we didn't put it in our news. No. But uh, he uh, invites Norwegians to immigrate to the United States. Right. Like because he want, he wanted more countries like Norway to, to immigrate, and this is because uh, Trump uh, Trump just had uh, Norwegian Prime Minister Anna Solberg at his uh, White House. So, <laughs> right. And what was his exact thing that he said? Um... Why can't we have more people from places like Norway come here? I think was yeah. pretty much what he said. I'm kind of paraphrasing, but uh, mm. that was close to what he said. Uh, and people kind of came back at this because it turns out over the last year, things have turned around to where people were migrating from Norway and now they are not. <laughs> so right. uh, he's reversed what he wants to have happen just by being himself. Uh, mm -hmm. More people are now actually going to Norway from America than the other way around, so. Yeah. Welcome here. But we have people like Jan Egland. That was a big thing. Uh, he was uh, uh, Undersecretary General and the current read, uh, head of Norwegian Referee Council. He said, I'm a Norwegian who enjoyed studying and working in the U.S., the only thing that would attract me to immigrate to the U.S. if uh, the vibrant multicultural society don't take that away at a real Donald Trump. I find that interesting. I like the one below that. As a Norwegian, why would I trade my very affordable health care, very affordable higher, higher education, 49 weeks of parental leave, a minimal of 25 vacation days per year, for a maniac with a big button who wants to take away more of my rights. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's uh, saying uh, everything. Right, it is. Yep. Uh, talking about more in Norway, uh, we talked about it, uh, uh, the labor, uh, 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 not the leader, but uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh. Yeah, what was he? Um... He was next in line, what you call There that. you go, yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, the leader of the Labour Party, uh, Jonas Garstøre, came out and said that alcohol will not longer be supplied at um, members of the political group because they found that many of the situations that have happened uh was when people were drinking surprise surprise 
Yes. You're telling people uh, we... to do stupid things when they're drunk? Yeah. We're yeah. going to have a new policy uh, on alcohol, said and I quote, on Thursday, I'm not going to concern myself with uh, whether or not people drink, but we're not going to p- uh, be paying for it, the party leader continued. Free drinks, including alcohol, has previously been the norm at party events. Right, so it, they're still going to allow, like it's, it's they're still going to allow people to drink though. So it's it's just going to be BYOB, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how much this is going to change anything, but they're not going to be liable for if something does happen because they're not providing the alcohol. So I can understand from a liability perspective th- how, why they would do this. Mm. Definitely. Uh, last week we had the ending of a UFO scare. We're going to look at the UFO video this week as well. The ending? Oh, right. Uh, at the end of the news. At the end of the news, week. right. Yes. I think that was two weeks ago. Didn't we? Yeah, I think it was two weeks ago. But this one was a new one. And I, it's always the... F- Every time I see some video we can watch of some alleged... Uh, alien spacecraft. I always put it in our news because it's fun to get our reactions of what we see and whether we believe it's real or not. So, and I haven't what, watched this video before, so this is that uh, that makes it even funner. Yeah, yeah. I've kind of watched it, but I have not fully like paid as much attention as possible so that I can still kind of give my general reaction to it. So this was, uh caught this weekend in Mexico and it's uh, on a cell phone from in a, from a moving car. So it's not a great okay. um, not a great shot, I guess, but you do see the object. Uh, so go ahead and give us a countdown. Okay. In three, two, one, play. Okay. Okay, I don't see anything yet. Well, I there kind of is. see it. Yeah, there it is. It's kind of like moving, like changing shape in a way. Like the top yeah. of it's like bending kind of weird. Yeah. Maybe that's just the cell phone. It looks like there's a lot of balloons on top of each other. Is that what that's you think what it is? is? Yeah. Like they're all connected and they're just... Yeah. It, but that has to... Look how far away it is, though. Like, it's pretty far away. They would have to be gigantic mm. balloons, I guess is my point. Mm. They'd have to be maybe like ten weather balloons, which would be like, what, five or six feet across? Yeah. I guess it could be that, but it's still like... Uh, it's not moving, think... is the other thing. It seems to be staying in one place where balloons would be rising up in the air, you would think. Should we look at it one, one more time? Just... Uh, sure. Go ahead. I mean, I, for three, two, one. Let's I was kind see. of looking at it again as I was saying that because it's short. It's only thirty seconds. Twenty-five seconds. So let me stop it at a point. Well, okay. There, it's pretty okay. I'm at eleven seconds. I stopped it there. There. I if, if you kind of stop it at eleven seconds, it seems like. It's something upon something upon something. I can count it. One, two, three, four, 
five, six, six stains upon each other. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, just looking at it, because it bends at the top like that, it almost looks like a stick figure of a human sideways that's like their head is kind of bent down. But that's just because I automatically, like, people automatically make association to, like, human. Like, when you see something, Mm. your mind automatically wants to turn it into a face. You know what I mean? Mm. So maybe that's why I'm seeing that, but. Mm. I don't know, it's interesting. It doesn't look like any UFO footage I've ever seen because it's vertical. It's not. Like the disc shaped sideways, like you normally would think of a UFO, it's like up and down. So, mm, mm, definitely. I guess this was seen all the way to Texas as well. So, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely vertical. <coughs> uh, Trump is going to tell the truth about Norway's Prime Minister, Mr. Swede Trump. This is Trump, but Trump tells the truth. Not often are Norway spoke about in international press. Not ever. But the last week has been a lot. Even more than the 22nd of July incident of many years ago, where a lot of young people died. But this time it was President Fuck for Brains Trump, who held a state visit where Norway was ac- had access to the White House. It was funny. Uh, the funniest thing about it was that the Norwegian prime minister had better grammar uh, and spoke better English than the American president. That is a little bit painful. But it also started a debate about immigration, yes. He wanted people come from Norway. And I find that very strange. People in Norway are way to the left. Even the conservative party, who was this, we has, has the prime minister in Norway, is far to the left from where Trump's dance, and even where with Democrats dance. Uh, in Norway, Bernie Sanders can be yeah, in the center or maybe a little bit to the right, but that is Norway. And he started a debate about this. And, um, you know, people, we don't want to move to the United States because we don't think you are the best in the world. We don't. It been, for the last 10 years, is not that many people who have been, <laughs> been traveling to the United States to live there. Even more, a little bit more people who come from the United States to live here. Uh, and I get that. But people, why should we? Number one, I like my health care. In the United States, I couldn't afford it. I also like the fact that we have very cheap education. Yes, the key to allow, open a lot of doors. That means if, if you even come from a poor family, you can get a good education. Because the state provides for it. So what that does with the Norwegian society, yeah, a society with not many prisons, not many criminals, and we have millionaires and billionaires, and the working class can even live on one salary sometimes. So why in the fuck should we move to the United States? But the best of all, why do Trump want us in the United States? Because when we come to another country, we bring our thoughts and ideas with us. Can you think about a lot of people like me just happened to come to the United States and started out in politics? You can think about hundreds of Bernie Sanders in every city who just stand there and talk about how you should reform the system. Would you like that? I don't think Trump was thinking a lot of what he said, but other many times he doesn't know who's visiting him. For not many more, I think it was a month ago or something, 
the, the general secretary of NATO was with me. He was also a Norwegian, Jens Stoltenberg. And he come from the Labour Party. Yes, a Labour Party, or like a socialist, social democratic party here in Norway. And Trump made, made the funny thing to say, he was one of my biggest fans. No, he wasn't. And did why did Trump really want a fan who's a socialist? I don't know. But it's a lot of things I don't know anymore. And I don't know because the, the rules of gravity doesn't exist anymore in the, the landscape. But people, if you want to come to Norway, you can. But the only way I'm going to, and most Norwegians are going to ever come over to you is on holiday. Have a nice day. This was Trump with Trump Tells the Truth. That was uh, Trump Tells the Truth. Um, we have an email address. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. Another digital citizen at gmail.com. And it's not only for people named uh, Jeremy. <laughs> you, can e- you can email us if your name isn't Jeremy as well. That you is are true. allowed to. You are allowed to. For sure. Um, we have a Facebook page. It's another digital citizen on Facebook. Join us and be cool. That's what we do. Uh, it's uh, not a long time we had the Soda review, review. We had the Christmas Soda review segment uh, during, seg- uh, during Christmas. But uh, when you find new sodas, we tend to uh, um, uh, give them a chance on the podcast. Right, and, and this uh, one came out on Monday, and it's Wednesday, Monday. so this is like Ooh. as soon as like as soon as it came out, I went out and got it. So, and uh, we had to have uh, Mountain Dew. What was that called? That was blended with all the others. Mountain Dew SA. A USA, that was the name, yes. <laughs> and uh, today we have Mountain Dew Ice. Mountain Dew Ice, yeah. Again, not sponsored by Pepsi. They just come out with all these cool flavors for us to review. So, yes. not a sponsored endorsement in any way, but Mountain Dew Ice is a lemon-lime flavored soda that's caffeinated. So it's like caffeinated uh, 7-Up or Sprite, but by Mountain Dew. Okay. Uh, it says lemon lime with uh, flavor, lemon lime flavor with other natural flavors, with a splash of real juice. I'm not really sure Ooh. what. It, I don't know if that's a technical amount, a splash, splash of real <laughs> juice. But uh, the I went to the store and the only thing I could find it in was a 12 pack of cans. Oh, so I've this huh. is a, this is the second can review because the only other can review we've done was a. Uh, Jolt, but um, let's hope it's good then, since you have eleven. That's what I was gonna say. I've got (laughs) eleven more of them, so let's hope this is not crap. There's the can opening. It's not like the Christmas soda that I actually poured out in the sink during the show. Right. It smells very lemony. Yeah. It smells lemon limey. It smells like Seven Up if you smelled Seven Up. So let's try. Yes. I have definitely smelled so much. It tastes like 7-Up. Okay. Um, 
It actually tastes more like Sprite than it tastes like 7-Up. I lied. Oh. It tastes more like Sprite. Mm. And you're not the big fan of Sprite, I know. But, it, okay, it tastes like Sprite, but it has the carbonation of 7-Up. And the thing Ooh. I don't like about Sprite is it doesn't have enough carbonation. Oh. So I do enjoy this. And I like the lemon flavor. The lemon flavor is more lemony than either Sprite or 7-Up is. I will say that. Okay. It tastes more lemony. Um, so it's, it tastes less artificial. Right. It tastes yeah, It tastes like... I do taste the splash of real juice is what I think it is. Right. Mm. Splash. Because there, I I, there is a f- hint of like real juice flavor. Mm. I like it. Okay. I would drink more of this. And it's caffeinated, so it's like... You know, if you want to get amped up or whatever, but you don't want to have that caramely flavor, and you want it, right. you want something more refreshing. Yeah. Uh, this would be the way to go. I would. I. Mm, I'll give this an eight out of ten. I think it's wow. pretty good. Wow. That's a pretty big score. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with this. I like. It's got a ton of carbonation. This is like. I wouldn't be surprised if, in the middle of our main topic, I'm burping up a storm, but. Is it a little too much carbonation? No, I, but I like a lot of carbonation is the thing. So for me, it's not too much. But if you don't like a lot, this this is as carbonated as like a Pepsi. So what uh, what is it that uh, doesn't get it up to a 10 out of 10? What, what uh, is it there is a you, little you... aftertaste, like a Sprite type aftertaste okay. that I don't like. Okay. That's probably the only thing. So you're taking it two scores down because of that taste? Right, exactly. Yeah. Is it the soda where where you're thinking uh, a can would beat and then you wouldn't drink it for a while and then you would go back to it? Or is it the soda where you wouldn't mind opening uh, one after uh, you're done with this first can? Well, generally, I don't drink, like, me personally, I if I'm going to drink caffeinated soda, I'll drink maybe one or two a day, like, spread right. out. So, right. because it's caffeinated, I'll probably only drink one. But mm. as far as the flavor, if it wasn't caffeinated and it just was this flavor, I would drink more than one, no problem. Mm. Um, Is it almost like you wish there was uh, um caffeinated one? No. I think it's, I, I like it better with the idea that I'm drinking a lemon lime soda. Like if I if I wanted that, I could get a Sprite or a Seven Up. You know what right. I mean. So I want the caffeine in this. It's it's an alternative caffeinated soda for, to a cola. So right. I understand what what it's going for, and in that way, I appreciate it. The only thing I I'm not really enjoying about it, like I like the carbonation, I like the caffeinated part. The lemon flavor is amazing, but this Sprite kind of. Mm, I think maybe corn syrupy taste. I'm not mm. enjoying that. It's the aftertaste mm. that's really getting to me. But I don't mm. like Sprite. If you really like Sprite, this aftertaste is not going to ha- be a problem for you. So, yeah. uh, and I'm a little weird about Sprite. Yeah, I know. I always it's say so Sprite, like, no matter how much you chill it, no matter how long it sits in the fridge or how much ice you put in there, it still tastes a little warm uh, yeah. for some reason. I'm not sure. Yeah. But yeah, yeah that was yeah. Mountain Dew Ice. I will be yeah. drinking this throughout the rest of the show. So, <laughs> you and me have talked about that before because I'm I'm a big supporter of Sprite. I really really like Sprite. 
and I'm not as I'm not as big on Seven Up. So right, and like, I'm a big Seven Up fan. Yeah. But also, <laughs> I'm more of a Pepsi Co. Like I I like Pepsi over Coke, and I like oh, yeah. Sprite yeah, over or I like Seven Up over Sprite. So I think it's. It's not brand loyalty. It's just the way maybe I grew up drinking Pepsi and stuff like that. I don't mm, know. Who knows? Mm. No, no. I'm I'm a big supporter of Pepsi. I, I drink Pepsi Max or Pepsi Light uh, rather than Coca-Cola Light. Right. Anyway, any day. Uh, let's start with my week when it comes to TV. Uh, I have uh, seen three new things that I haven't seen before this week. Uh, first, I uh, started watching Marvel's Runaway, season one. Oh, okay. Uh, this is an underrated show. I haven't. I heard that heard... from somebody else too. That's strange. Oh. All right, continue. Okay. <laughs> That's funny that you heard that before. Uh, yeah, I I think this is uh, is a better show than uh, most other Marvel shows. To be honest with you. I I really 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 enjoyed the shape out of this first season of Marvel Runaways. I, there was I not was... a lot of hype compared to a lot of uh, superhero Other shows. Marvel? Yeah, there's yeah. not. I've not seen a lot of hype for this. So yeah, no. Uh, I would rate this uh, season eight eight out of ten. That's pretty good for a first season. Of a, I have absolutely uh, no brand royalty to Marvel. I see Marvel shows because I know some of them will be good. I mean, uh, we can t- talk about Luke Cage that was shitty, or 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 or, or that other Marvel show, Defenders that was also shitty. So they do come out with things that I I find atrocious. <laughs> Uh, but Marvel's runway is 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 up there. I I'm I'm super surprised because it's gone underneath the radar. Who said that to you this week? That's funny. Uh, I read it on somebody's Facebook that they were watching it and that it was underrated. Like when they said underrated, I just assumed they meant uh, by Marvel themselves because mm. they it wasn't promoted as well as the other shows. So. I think that's what they meant by underrated, but uh, I think that's kind of what you mean too, right? Is that like it just hasn't oh, yeah. been hyped as much as other ones? Yeah, so, yeah. No, no talk about it at, at all. Uh, then I saw the first season of Mary Kills People. Um, this is from the Global Television Network. Never ever heard of that network. In Canadian. My- Oh, it's Canadian. Okay. Yeah, Global is a Canadian. Te- they, Global is the people that run Big Brother Canada. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, and it has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Book. Uh, uh, oh, okay. With a lot of scores ten, or a few? Ten. Ten. Yeah, not that many, but still, that's still pretty good. Yeah. And uh, and uh, it's a uh, really black comedy drama about this ER doctor uh, that is used to like help saving people at night she turns her, her uh, attentions to a different <laughs> uh, practice to say it. Uh, she she goes uh, uh, underground as the angel of death 
they help uh, term uh, ill people to die. Ah, okay. And there's seven episodes. And look, this is my... This is... I'm going to say this loud now. This is my um, uh, challenge to see this TV show. I think we will fucking love it. All right. I'll try to remember. Mary kills people. I give the season a nine out of ten. Cool. Yeah. Um, and lastly, but not least, uh, I uh, I uh, saw Mister and Mister and beginning again. You remember yeah. we had that Master yeah. of the Masters, yes. Uh, that started on Norwegian television again. So uh, well, from season with... one. No, sorry. From season one or the new season of it started? No, the new season of it, yeah. That's what I thought you meant. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, not new season one. No, no. This is season nine. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It kind of sounded like you meant that you meant that you started at season one when you said you started at the beginning. But yeah, I see. What oh, you're oh, okay, yeah. yeah. No, the first episode, of, the two first episodes of season nine was on um, this week, yeah. And I saw Big Brother and shit like that, but we will talk about that. Uh, I had not planned on talking about Big Brother. Uh, okay. Well, I guess I kind of did, but what did you think about Big Brother this week? Celebrity uh, Big ha- Brother UK, I should say. Yes. I, I was happy that it was India that went out. She was. I was surprised. Board. I was incredibly yes. surprised that it happened, but. I was happy. I was I, I was happy with it, I guess. I mean, the one thing it made the house a little a little more boring, but there's still mm. some interesting characters in there, so I'm fine with it. Um the relationship between the uh singer and Genuine the... and uh what's her name? Ash yeah. Ashley? Ash, Ashley, yeah. I saw something from Celebrity Big Brother US. Uh, did you see this? They released pictures of the house. Ooh. Uh, nothing super interesting. I mean, it pretty much looks like the same house, just redecorated. But the interesting part is they showed a picture of the dining room table, and there are ten chairs, meaning <gasps> ten house guests. Ten house guests. Wow. Right. And according to what I'm reading, it's going to be two and a half weeks, Ooh. and it's going to be almost every day. It might be five days a week. Instead oh. of, like, normal Big Brother. It's going to be, Ooh. like, Celebrity Big Brother, more like UK version. Uh, so that should be interesting. It's going to be a whole new thing. Speaking of whole new things, I watched Street Outlaws Memphis, episode one. <laughs> Did you, you didn't see it this week, bro? No, I didn't. Okay. Um, I didn't. No, I really wish I did. Because this is not the same show. And I'm actually more i i want to say i'm more entertained by this version than the other versions i was pleasantly no. surprised by this show fro really this show doesn't have a list at all wow it's like the other fit? show does it's that is really weird it's like more about hus like being a hustler so like it's this group of people from memphis and the whole goal for them is not to win races against each other uh, to get higher on the list it's to beat other people that are not in their group to get money. So that's the goal of the show, 
it's not uh, about racing against each other. It's about hustling other people. So it makes it kind of, it makes a, a different, a whole different show, kind of in a way. Mm. And the characters are very interesting. I was expecting, I, I was worried that characters wouldn't be interesting, but they are. So I recommend it to anybody who likes Street Outlaws, at least. Now I'm going to be really interested in. I yeah, I was it. going into it not thinking it was going to just be, you know, the exact same thing with different characters, yeah. and it wasn't. So I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, what else started this week? Uh, well, wow. uh, I watched a lot of Just Shoot Me because I was out of town and it was available. Oh, ev- Everything Sucks, which I think was my number five on things I'm looking forward to. It did not have a release date, but we just got one February 16th on Netflix. Uh, there is a trailer out there for Everything Sucks as well. So if people want to go check that out, um, looks pretty good. It's going to, uh, it's interesting. It doesn't show a lot of like detail, but it does give you an idea of the characters. They're all going to be, you know, looks like freshman or sophomore age high school kids. Um, and, uh, it, it, it's a whole spectrum of different characters from like a high school uh, you know, like the cheerleader girl, the nerdy kid, the, you know, this and that. And mm, it, mm. the trailer kind of shows like, uh, it's saying, oh, we're going to show you back in the age when there wasn't texting, where there wasn't the internet. Like things were so much different in high school then, as opposed to now, that's what it's going to be about. According to the trailer. Oh, and the last thing I saw was the first episode of Geordie Shore season 16. <laughs> okay. Uh, the one guy, what's his name? Uh, Gaz has quit the show. Uh, three, two other guys got kicked out of the show for, I think one of them got caught, uh, was pictured by the press, uh, snorting cocaine. And the other one I think was, uh, a womanizer or something. So they got kicked out. So there's a whole new cast basically this season. So it's kind of interesting in that way. Other than that, it is the exact same, uh, Jordy Shore, as it always has been. Mm. Yep, and that's what I saw this week. Cool. Do you have any idea? Do you, do you want to specialize two seconds? Who, who do you think is going to win this year on Big Brother UK? It's kind of a little too early to call, but... Um... I'm thinking the drag queen. That's what I was going to say. Uh, yeah, I was trying to remember which Shane it was. It's either Sh- <laughs> it's one of the Shanes. Because I don't remember Shane's their last yes. names. Yeah. No. Uh, I I I do think he has a good. Uh, right now, it looks like he has a good uh, uh, hold of uh, the game, and also being somewhat controversial. Yeah, but also he's friends with everybody in the house, yes. so I don't see anybody putting him up for eviction. As, eviction, yeah. Uh, just right, the he, way I was thinking. He's friends with... Even when it was split kind of in that one... Uh, one, uh, I guess, few days where it was kind of split, uh, mm. girls and boys, he was on both sides. He's yeah. playing both sides. He's friends with yeah. everybody, so yeah. yeah. Did you, uh, Here's an interesting fact for everybody. Jersey Shore was on... TV, six seasons. Mm. Geordie Shore has started its 16th season. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> Geordie Shore was a spin-off yep. show. Yep. It's more popular than the original. I just think that's hilarious. <laughs> Looking forward to five-hour roar next week, by the way. I'm going to watch it over two days, probably. I'm not going to watch it all at once sitting. That's ridiculous. I hope those rumors are not true. I think it's true. I think it is, but who knows? Okay. Uh, talking about weird stuff, uh, we are going to take a, uh, talk about Hark. One of my favorite uh, things uh, to look into in a long time. Uh, HARP stands for High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program. Uh, but what is HARP? Right, it was initiated as an ionospheric research program by the U.S. Air Force and the U.S. Navy in Alaska. It's a... Mm -hmm giant facility of many radio antennas connected together uh, that are used to study uh, well, to study the ionosphere is what they say it's for. I guess we'll leave mm. it there. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, but it has gotten some um, uh, what should I say? People aren't 100% sure what it's for. Because it has been very secretive, and it's and it's run by the Air Force and the Navy, so that gives or it was I should say. It was uh, yeah because it was. It was also uh, another person that was involved in this was DARPA, uh, yeah. Defense a Advanced Research Projects Agency. Which remember we watched the backflipping robot. Yep. That's DARPA. Yep. So. When they're involved, you got to go, okay, what's really going on here? In uh, May 2014, the Air Force announced that the HARP program will shut down later in the 2014. While experiments ended in December of 2014, the complete shutdown and displacement of the facility was postponed until uh, at least uh, May 2015 in August uh, mid-August 2015, control of the facility and this equipment was turned over to the University of Alaska Fairbanks, which is making the facilities available for researchers a per-use basis. So it's still in uh, it's still use. in use, it's just not being used by the US government anymore. Or at least, I mean, they could be if they were just renting it from from the university, I suppose. And then yes. it would be under the university uh, name. But I'm guessing it's probably being used more for university use than anything else. Uh, and that, yeah. That's kind of the overview of it, really. Yes. Uh, we will go a little into it. The HARP project directs a 3.6 megawatt signal in the two. 0.8 to 10 megahertz region of the high uh, of the higher frequency band into the ionosphere, and the signal may be pulsed or contagious. Effects of the transmission on any recovery period can be examined using association instrument, including VHF 
and UF H radios HF UHF UHF and VHF radar and HF receivers. VHS and UHF. UHF is like a TV channel from like the sixties. Yes, and also a really good radar transport. Oh right, yeah, the UHF movie. I haven't seen that forever. Oh my gosh, such a good movie. It's uh, really and, good, but also really bad. That mo- yeah. how, how is the movie so good and so bad all at the same time? <laughs> According to the Hart team, this will advance the study of basic natural process that occurs in the ionosphere under the natural but stronger influence of the solar instruction. So, more or less, it looked into how natural ionosphere affects radio signals. And how the natural process of ionosphere pressure build up. That what is what what I said they used it for. Right. That's... Originally, it was it says it was funded by Office of Naval Research and the Air Force Research Laboratory, but many other U.S. universities and educational institutions were involved in developing the project. Mm-hmm. Uh, Namely, University of Alaska Fairbanks, and then tons of other universities, including Tom. Stanford, UCLA, yeah. Dartmouth, Cornell, John Hopkins, Virginia uh, Tech, MIT. Yep. So yeah, uh, Virginia Tech. Yeah. So mm. tons and tons of people were involved in actually getting this on, on, off the ground originally. Um, according to them, uh, the projects. Strove for openness and activities were logged publicly available, a practice which continues under the University of Alaska Fairbanks. What? So its main goal was uh, in basic science, researching the uppermost portion of the atmosphere, termed uh, the ionosphere, and uh, uh, X-rays and UV. Uh, UVs race uh, uh, things, but uh, that's not mainly what we are going to talk about. But here's the interesting uh, thing: there was some related facilities actually of this that still exist. Most of them, as far as I can tell, yeah. And uh, it is called Hypas. <laughs> H I P A S. And it's near Fairbanks, Alaska. And uh, if uh, somebody is uh, wondering what HYPAS stands for, uh, that is High Power Auroral Stimulation. Ooh, dirty. Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, there's also one in Alrepiarek. Ipo Observatory in Puerto Rico. Right. There's one in Europe. European. Yep. Uh, where is this? Oh, yeah, where the is European this? Incoherent Scattered Scientific Association mm-hmm. is in Tromso. Is that is uh-huh. that correct? Tromso, Tromso Norway. Norway. Oh, I've, I've heard about that country. Right. There's one in Russia. Yeah. The Surrey Ionospheric Heating Facility. Uh, <laughs> and that is in Vassal Suris. 
and it is capable of transmitting 190 megawatts of power. Yeah. Where this one was, what did we say? Let me look. Go back and look at what we said. It was. Uh, how many megawatts was the one was Harp? Um. We just read it, and now I can't find it again. Uh, 3.6. And this one's 190. So... <laughs> a the Russians are more? really... If, yeah, the Russians have got a lot more power going into this, is what it's yes. sounding like. A little more power. A right. little more power. Uh, and, uh, well, we should go into uh, things that uh, they have looked into. For example, cloud seeding. Right, cloud seeding doesn't really have to do with harp, but it does have to do with weather manipulation. Yes. Which is one of the main conspiracy theories behind this, is that they are using not only the one in Alaska, but in connection with these other related facilities, Mm -hmm. uh, using all these facilities to kind of make the weather do what they want by... Mm -hmm manipulating the atmosphere of the earth all around the earth using these facilities which are all around the earth uh they according to the uh conspiracy uh they can manipulate the weather um and cloud seeding is something that was done even all the way back during uh world war ii i want to say is this we've been yeah go ahead no, and we are actually doing it uh, today in a certain uh, certain way. Sure, yeah. we have we have anti fog machines and things like that. Right. Uh, well, cloud seeding is actually changing the amount of precipitations precipitation in the sky mm-hmm. uh, by dispersing some kind of. Uh, chemical or ice nuclei which alter the uh it says here which alter the microphysical processes within the cloud basically meaning making the clouds bigger so there the idea is that you put a chemical in the air to create clouds to collect water right. to cause rain to happen uh this was and, done and by the military pur- and also purified the rain because uh, people were uh, thinking that uh, uh, it could be dirty rain uh, because of chemicals, and then putting other chemicals in the in the clouds, so it will would neutralize the threat of the the rain if it was like dangerous rain, acid rain, for example. Right, and there is military application to this because uh, cloud seeding could be used. Let's say you had an, you knew where your the enemy army was set up, and mm. you were able to um, cloud seed in a very cold area and cause it to snow on their army. You would, if you were to be able to snow them in, you would essentially uh, trap your enemy uh, just by using a weather weapon. Right. Uh, That would be the idea. Or just to slow them down, cause it to rain a massive amount. It would slow down their, uh, them marching from one place to another. That was the idea of inventing it, but, uh, 
by certain military um, in military application, I guess. But this has been done for a long time, um, and been done all over the place. Kind of, I'm seeing China, India, Indonesia, Israel, Kuwait, uh, United Arab Emirates does it. United States, Canada, France, Spain, Russia, Germany, Slovenia, Australia, Africa. All these places have done cloud seeding for one reason or another. Some of them were um, to try to increase crop production in arid areas. So it can also be used for good things, um, not just military application. But the idea here is uh, to get into HARP is just weather modification, as crazy as it sounds, is something we actually do all the time. Oh, yeah. Uh... And then your former president of the United States, John F. Kennedy, has actually talked <laughs> about weather control in the uh, UN General Assembly, and we will hear 47 seconds of his speech about weather control. Well, he actually just kind of mentions it, but it is very yes. interesting that, like... Um, he just outright says we're going to master but master this but go ahead and give us a countdown in 3 2 1 go mr president honored delegates ladies and gentlemen we shall propose further cooperative efforts between all the nations in weather prediction, and eventually in weather control. We shall propose, finally, a global systems of communication satellites linking the whole world in telegraph and telephone and radio and television. The day need not be far away when such a system will televise the proceedings of this body to every corner of the world for the benefit of peace. Yeah. And that end part, I'm pretty sure he was talking about the internet. <laughs> yep, he was talking about the internet. Right, way before it existed. But he did say, he said, we were going to master weather prediction and eventually weather control. Mm-hmm. And this was in 1961, uh, yeah. talking to the UN. Uh, so it's not out of... Um, it's not out of the ordin... Or it's not... It's not that far-fetched, I guess is a good way to say it, mm-hmm. to think that since 1961, we may have actually figured out a way to control the weather, since it's very clear we were trying to do that since 1961. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, there's no... Once you see this, you go, okay, there's no denying that we at least were thinking about doing it, uh, if not already trying to do it then, and this is... 50, almost 60 years ago, so. And it's it's kind of, I'm not sure if it's fitting or not, but I think it's, it's kind of interesting because there has been a lot of talk about this system being, uh, it's not that uh, fucking long time ago they made a movie about a system like this. Wasn't it called Geno something? Uh, where uh, the world goes under because of the weather system. I... Geostorm. Geostorm, it was called. 
Oh, I never saw that. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. Horrible murder battle. <laughs> Rated 4.4, uh, 5.4 on, on IMDb, and uh, has a Rotten Tomato score of uh, 13. And I've seen it. And that is, uh, like, that's that's about, that's actually what we're talking about right now. Uh, because they they have their uh, uh, a system, uh, a weather system, and uh, some is someone is trying to hijack it because they want to control it. What sure. a su- surprise! But anyway. actually, strangely enough, isn't that the plot line to Superman Three with <laughs> yeah. Richard Pryor, where he gets it, he gets all drunk yeah. and he, and he's in the big giant cowboy hat controlling the weather. Yep. That is uh, Superman 3. The best Superman there is. <laughs> oh, what a horrible movie. Remember that was when really Sup- bad. Remember when Superman went and saved the whales? Was that Superman 5? No, you're thinking of Star Trek. I'm thinking of Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was... And I think that was Star Trek 5. Which was... Yeah. That was awful, too. No, Superman 3 is the one where... The lady turns into the robot because she gets eaten by the computer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, okay. Anyway, but yes, now we're going to talk about what we were really going to talk about, actually. The heart conspiracy theories, because this is what is uh, maybe the most fun. And right. uh, this is various individuals have speculated about hidden motivations and uh, cap- uh, capabilities for the project. For example, Rosalie Bartley warned in 1996 about deployment of HARP as a military uh, weapon. Michael, oh my god. <laughs> How do I Chos- say his Chostovsky. Chostovsky? Started yeah. a book, uh, stated in the book published by uh, the Committee of Mon- Monetary and Economy Reform that the recent evidence suggested that HARP is fully operational and has the capability of triggering floods, hurricanes, droughts, and earthquakes. That is pretty. Huh. That's just the tip of the spear, though. I mean, that, that's oh. just wa- weather modification like we've been talking about. I get, uh, another thing wait, I didn't mention yet, but if you just look up uh, U.S. Uh, government or U.S. military weather modification documents online, let's go go to Google and look it up. There's pages and pages and pages of official U.S. government documents about weather modification and trying to modify the weather. This is mm-hmm. something we've been trying to do forever. There's tons of proof out there for it. There's no, like, uh, oh, I don't think we're doing that. That's a big conspiracy. It, we have been doing it forever. So, and, uh, Whether uh, or not HARP is being used for that, that's yeah, the that's conspiracy. Another, that's another yeah. thing, yeah. Over uh, time, HARP has been blamed for generating such catastrophes as well as thunderstorms in Iraq, Pakistan, Haiti, Turkey, Greece, and the Philippines. And even major power are just uh, the downing of uh, the World Trade uh, Flight uh, 800, Gulf War Syndrome, and 
Chronic Fatigue Syndrome. Wow. Right. So those last two, uh, it is claimed that harp can be used as a mind control device. Yes. Uh, that it can be used <laughs> to target specific areas yes. and cause people, mm. uh, it can basically heat your brain up mm-hmm. and cause you to go crazy. Or even some people claim that it can be used to put thoughts into your brain or put thoughts into your mind by projecting thoughts to to a person and then they would hear it in their own head causing them to think it <laughs> mm-hmm. um see what else uh yeah earthquakes yeah, we, we mentioned which yeah. is one of the big ones and uh, a russian military journal wrote that isonomic uh, testing would trigger a cascade of electronic electrons that could flip the earth mag- magnetic poles. That is pretty big to flip the poles. Right. Which would basically cause another ice age if that happened. Yes. Um, it's also been uh, proposed as a cause of low frequency background humps. Said to be heard in various locals. But the uh, Russian uh, military journal that said that it could flip the magnetic poles, I find that interesting since we just found out that their version of this is so much more powerful. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize that till just now, but that makes it a little scarier now that I think about it. But can you please tell me about those two Georgia men that was arrested on drug charges? Uh... Uh, in November 2016, they were reportedly plotting a domestic terrorism based on the conspiracy theory about Harp. The Coffee County Sheriff's Office said the men possessed a massive arsenal, including rifles, handguns, and thousands of rounds of ammunition. According to police, the men wanted to destroy Harp because they believed it mili- mili- ah, blah, 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 because it manipulated the weather controlled people's minds, and even trapped people's souls. (laughs) And then... Police said that the men confessed that God told them to go and blow up the machine, uh, and that it this machine up that kept souls so so the souls could be released. So they believed that this this was some kind of soul-capturing device, like something out of Ghostbusters. Oh, that's the best one yet. I didn't like. I didn't know about that till I read this, like uh, this week. Like I know I'd heard a lot about harp over the last whatever ten years. Yeah, but that it's a soul capturing device, like the big thing in the basement of the firehouse in Ghostbusters. You know that thing, soul storing thing. That's what they think it is. I love that. I love that. I think. Yeah. You have any other conspiracy theories there, Snoopy guy? Um, well, I, I guess, um, well, not really. That's pretty much it for the conspiracy theories. Other than, if you watched uh, conspiracy theory with Jesse Ventura, he tried to mm. go there and he tried to get them to let him in. And this is um a former governor yep. of the United, and, and they would not allow him in. Him in. 
uh, which I thought was interesting. I think also Joe Rogan did a whole episode on his TV show when he had a TV show about this. Those are two interesting episodes if people want to go get more information about this. They definitely go into the conspiracy theory pretty deep. They do some interesting interviews with some people who believe one thing or another. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> sorry. Uh, but they go into more about, at least I think it was the Jesse Ventura one, goes more into the idea of it being used as a mind control device. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, and also that, um, I think one was uh, the the uh, the giant. I'm trying to think of when it was the giant uh, tsunami that happened in Japan. What? Oh, seven or eight years ago? Ten years ago? How long ago mm. did that happen? Mm. Where they it where it destroyed Fukushima? Yeah. Fukushima. Mm. It was a while ago. Now uh, yeah. they believe that that was caused by Harp as well. Mm. So I guess another conspiracy theory is that it could start tsunamis. It could start tidal waves and uh even uh it could be used to melt the polar ice caps like one thing that i saw from somebody is that they're you they were using harp to melt the polar ice ice caps specifically doing it for the oil companies so that the oil mm. companies could drill uh up higher in uh above alaska and things like that right so that it was all it was all a corporate plan to cause global warming to happen because i mean the whole point of this harp is literally to warm up the atmosphere that is actually what it does right yeah uh so on the crazy scale i usually ask this when we round off how crazy is this harp conspiracy theory uh why don't you go first i'm a little i gotta think a minute uh, it's a little, it's confusing one. Yeah, I don't think it's that fucking crazy, to be honest. We have proof that I have tried to do it. If they use this uh, facility or not, it's kind of hard to guess upon. Uh, I don't think we're scientifically advanced enough to know whether it could be used for it or not. Right. I don't think we're smart enough to make that decision to make that assumption right but uh another thing i think that people could maybe confusing it not only for what if it was just being used to research weather manipulation not Mm. being used for weather manipulation Mm. so the government whenever you asked oh is this being used for weather manipulation they go no Mm. But it's actually being re- used to research how to manipulate the weather. So they're yeah. not technically not lying. I don't know. Mm. No, but I, I, I just... I, I, I think my point is... Yes, I think they tried. If they succeeded is another thing. Yes, I do think they tried to manipulate the weather. Right. Uh, I, I'm not sure if they succeeded or not. Well, like I, I well, like we that. talked about, cloud seeding is manipulating weather. It did yeah. hap- happen. It is real. So yeah. in that sense, this is talking about being able to manipulate the entire Earth's yeah, weather no. system. Yeah. No, no, no. So <laughs> I would rate it maybe an 8 out of 10 on the crisis scale. You know, I was right there with you. Uh, 
I think, okay, I'm going to have to just go with harp itself, because yeah. if I was to put weather manipulation as a whole in this, yeah, it, I think it, it I, would may, be wrong. I may yeah. go up to a nine, or, yeah. you know, but I think yeah. an eight is pretty solid. I think you're right. Yeah. I think the mind control thing definitely yeah. puts it above, like, if there wasn't mind control and uh, in there with it, yeah. uh, I may, it may be lower. So, yeah. yeah, eight. I think you're right, bro. I'm going to go with you. I'm going to agree with you and say eight. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's been fun looking into this because this is one of my... I love harps, harp for so fucking long. I've heard so many things about harp and I read and seen videos about harp. Forever. I, yeah, this yeah. conspiracy theory has been around since I was in college. Yeah. Have you seen the movie this week? Oh, one thing I was going to ask. Did you oh. know about this facility in Norway before this week? No. Me neither. I thought that was super interesting that yeah. there's more of these all around the world. One thing when we went into this, we thought this place was shut down. Turns yeah. out it is not shut down, even no. though I've heard that before multiple places. And yeah. there are many more of them all over the world. Yeah. The one that you see on the internet, Harp, is just the one that people point out the most i guess because yeah. it's from the u.s yeah. yeah and the scariest one is in russia so yeah huh. and yeah. according to this conspiracy remember fro this means that russia and the united states would have to be working together to oh, control no. the weather collusion 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 <laughs> <laughs> all right now we can move on to the movie round i've been seeing I saw a couple movies. Uh, I actually saw one that was 100% on Rotten Tomatoes as well, Fro. Uh, it had 18 reviews. So not, you know, not a lot, but uh, a few. But it, I don't know if this necessarily deserved a 100%, but it's called A Gray State. Uh, it was a documentary uh, for 2017. It was about a, uh, a murder of a man who was making a movie about the U.S. government uh, taking over the country through martial law. He was making a movie about this, and he, his whole f him and his wife and his kid were found dead in their home, mm. randomly. Uh, and so it's all about kind of what the police think happened, and then it, uh, because of the movie he was making, this became a huge conspiracy that he was killed by the government. So it's all about both sides and the documentary filmmaker investigating what really happened. So it was a very interesting doc. Um, and then I saw another movie that was a Netflix movie called The Vault. Okay. Which was a horror movie about uh, some people who try to rob a bank. Mm. Um, and it turns out that the bank vault is haunted. <laughs> okay that sounds a little a little okay. weird it has james yeah. franco in it um uh so it's basically a, a heist movie mixed with a horror movie <laughs> was it good uh, i'm gonna tell you this is not a good film oh <laughs> uh, I, I kind of want to see it now it is a very poorly done film but it is a very interesting twist at the end i will say that Okay. Um, 29% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. So. <laughs> that didn't sound good. What was it no. called again? The Vault. 
the vault. Right. Uh, really bad, but like I said, twist at the end, pretty good. So mm. I don't know. You you decide out there whether you like it or not. Um, what about you, Fro? Seen any movies? I tell you what, I will see that to next week. Uh, I've seen Darker Hour on in the movies. Uh, okay. This uh, was Gary Oldman won Golden Globes for this for his portrait of Winston Churchill. So it's a, a war movie about Winston Churchill, and we follow right. Winston. Um, it's oh okay. Uh, I don't usually like Oscar bait movies. Uh, I I will give it this. Gary Oldman was fantastic in it. All right, yeah, but he's and usually good movie, in everything. Yes. Uh, and and the portrait of of Winston Churchill was really good, <laughs> and and the story is, is somewhat interesting. Uh, it is uh, it was kind of uh, uh, I didn't feel like uh, uh, I I was never bored of it, but uh, and the two hours and five minutes it it went just like passed away, but I I don't really like when they are fishing for Oscar nominations. Because it's 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 doing something with storytelling that kind of get it down to a minimalized level, if you kind of know what I mean. It it feels like look at what we can do. We can do this with makeup. Oh, okay. I He's see. He's really good. Yeah. Yeah, Oscar bait. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but still, I would rate this movie uh, seven and a half out of ten. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's not a bad movie. I just don't like Oscar baits. Uh, well, it, if you don't see it, like if if they don't just stick it out there, like look at this beautiful shot we did for no reason, and clearly yeah. just to make yeah. it uh, beautiful, so that. Oscar people would go, oh, that's a great shot. Like, when they stick in yeah. technical stuff for no reason, that's when you know it's Oscar bait. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's how I felt. But uh, let's talk about this trailer for The Commuter. PG-13. Woohoo! Lionsgate. Studio Canal. So this is taken five, right? I didn't realize that there was a Taken TV show. Like, I was just, I all of a sudden, <laughs> Taken was really big on the internet, and I was like, why? Why all of a sudden is everybody talking about a movie from, like, 2008 or 2007? I don't know. I think it was 2008. Yeah, so this is taken four. Something like that. If you don't include the TV show, right. I study human behavior. My job? is to answer one basic question. Basic question. What kind of person are you? Something. Taking one and two. There's a weird feeling to this, this shot. Like, it feels very... That everything outside feels CG. It's a little half-hitched. No, I was thinking, like, Hellboy. Or, like, Sin City-looking. Not quite as much, but a little bit. That money is yours if you do this one little thing. I thought this was hypothetical. You have until next stop to decide. 
What kind of person are you? Okay. You know the great thing about making a movie only on a plane or a train? Is you don't have to spend a whole lot of money on uh, flying people to locations. You got one set and you're done. I have a feeling I've seen this movie a thousand times before. Yep. Under Siege 2. Uh, yes. <laughs> or Taken 1, Taken 2, Taken 3. Uh, so, uh, look, this joke is going to be old soon, but what is this Oscar-nominated movie about? I think that joke got old, like... Five months ago. Um, insurance salesman Michael is on his daily commute home, which quickly becomes anything but routine. After being contacted by a mysterious stranger, Michael is forced to uncover an identity, uh, the identity of a hidden passenger on the train before the last stop. Mm. It's a whodunit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. I'll tell you who's not done it. Me, because I have not... Uh, any interest in seeing this? Oh, yeah, no. Uh, you know, if it was just on Netflix, it was the only thing there, I may watch it. But, <laughs> so I'm probably lying. <laughs> the only thing on Netflix. Right? Oh, uh, I would be sad. Or the only thing I had What's seen, you? I guess. But, <laughs> yeah, I have a review from Jack L here from Rotten Tomatoes. He gave it one star and said, Maybe the worst Liam Neeson movie ever. What a turkey. You got to drive trucks through the plot. We eventually moan, uh, uh, moaned at times. How this uh, movie got uh, over half good reviews is beyond understanding. That the audience score on a Liam Neeson movie is lower than the critics tells you how bad and how critics screwed the pooch. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, it was one star. He did not, so, yeah. <laughs> he did not like it. But uh, uh, I also found a half star. A half star? From right. Ian, yes. From Ian R. That said, oh, dear, an action movie that has uh, um, uh, uh, no action. <laughs> this, is, I'm guessing, is... Down to Neeson's age, glitches galore, funny life of Brian. I'm not, uh, Brian, ne seen near the end. Half star for something. Maybe I will give it for trying. All right, I went to the Facebook. Uh, not a lot of stuff happening on there. It seemed like nobody gave a crap about this movie. Um, got one from Chris Pribernow. This is five bar. Uh, uh, this is by far Liam Neeson's best movie, which says a lot. Finally, a movie where he's not a spy or an agent with special fighting skills. Uh, like nonstop, it is a suspense movie with lives in danger, but the plot of this movie is so much more elaborate and exciting. Lots of twists and doesn't feel endless like nonstop. And then I got one from Daniel Chase Ward. Anybody here seen the movie non-stop okay well 
If you've seen that movie, you've seen The Commuter. No joke. Same movie. So. I was joking before we started recording, so this is taken for, I said, because uh, it's always uh, a taken film with Neem Nissen. <laughs> I, I, I send you a picture on, on Skype from Bill C. giving it two stars and saying, basically, it taken <laughs> Right? It's the exact same re- thing you said about it, yeah. <laughs> That is funny. Right, because the beginning of the trailer, if you're watching it, had him with the his daughter, and then yes. But from then on, we never saw her, so I'm confused. No. Like maybe they get to his house, or who knows? Who knows how that works? <laughs> oh, I I I am one of those that liked the two first Taken movies. I hated the third one with a passion. But I liked the two first one. I thought the t- first Taken was so just nothing special. It was the most bland, yeah. spe- not not special movie ever to me. And then a lot yeah. of people really liked it. And I was kind of like yeah. very indifferent about it. And then it became a big thing. And even now, yeah. the TV show, people really like the TV show. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen the TV show. It could be a uh, good... I don't know if it's still on, but I know I still see people talking about it on... Didn't season two just start? I oh, I have no idea. I don't watch started. it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, are you ready for Alone Together? Yes, let's do it. Finally. Uh, and we start with a girl coming into a car. And she gets picked up. Uh, this shoppy guy, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> she calls him. Uh, calls her Esther and throws down her night guard. Uh, for her teeth, where it, right. Yeah, for her teeth. And it lands on the grass and she puts it down uh, back in her mouth and it's kind of disgusting and also kind of funny. <laughs> I didn't, I don't, there's the part where he, uh, the guy's like, she's like, throw it down and he's like, I don't want to touch it, I think it's moldy. And then she goes, it's pesto. And he, and he goes, we didn't eat pesto last night. Pesto last night, yeah. That was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, she's stressed out, she says, because of Barack Haram. And I was like, <laughs> uh, okay. And the guy's like, there's no, uh, no uh, Barack Haram Boko in Haram. Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, Boko Haram in Hollywood. So she shouldn't uh, be stressed. Benji screams uh, his hi to the shabby guy and uh, I snicker a little because so far this has been funny and we are one minute in. And he uh, explains that uh, they are platonic friends. Esther and Benji goes to this uh, juice place to get cleansed and uh, Benji is flirting and he gets some shots of something i have no clue what is what's i think it was a cleansing shot like juice bars they have them around here i don't know do they have juice bars there it's all like about health food and like it's supposed to be stuff that like does specific things it'll be like energy shot or like yes yeah yes it's like a hipster coffee bar right 
And uh, as Esther is asking if they uh, are hiring, uh, then we go to Benji's place. And now oh, right, I get... and this is the part where she gets the spirulina crisps, because those yes. come up later what in the show. Is, what is that? Uh, spirulina? I have no idea, but they're like chips. Yeah. Let me look it up. Yeah, and now I get tired of the constant talking, because it's hard to take notes. They are constantly talking in this show. So I started taking notes in a different way after this. Okay, hmm. here we go. Spirulina uh, represents a biomass of blue-green algae that can be consumed by humans and other animals. Right. It's algae chips. And then she... Because hmm. she's asking, is that hot girl food? So this girl hmm. it does not have a good... Uh, mental image of herself she doesn't think she's pretty because earlier in the last she scene she said uh, I sleep with fat guys because it makes me feel pretty yeah right just to get an idea of the character yes now we meet Benji's brother and girlfriend I ask and they make fun of Benji and Esther Benji's uh, sister is coming to uh, a party and Esther wants to become a model at uh, at uh, Benji's sister's company. Party! Woohoo! Esther is coming, and Benji is asking her to undress because she's uh, trying too hard. And uh, Benji is pimping uh, Esther out to his uh, sister. And sister and brother talk about. Uh, about them behind them their back and say like when are they going to get uh, uh, together and now I discovered that this is a millennial show and what I mean millennial show that's hard you say it for me millennial say millennial millennial and then no. ill millennial. Sure. <laughs> That's an impossible word for Norwegians. Norwegians to say. If you ever need to yes. stump a Norwegian, millennial. But uh, it, it, it it is kind of it is that show that it's a lot lot of talking and not a lot of. Uh, like I said last week, it, it feels very indie. It's uh yes. It's uh, it de it's definitely done in an indie style. It's you can tell they didn't put a whole lot of budget into it. Uh, they did it with a lot of their friends. You can tell all these people were probably just friends getting along, getting together to make make this TV show. It doesn't feel yeah, very but, overproduced or anything. But but in that way, I I feel like recapping it is harder because. I'm not doing it justice because it's so fucking funny. Well, the first episode of anything is hard to uh, do any kind of thing because you're just learning about everything. So the first episode right. is always harder than all the other episodes. Oh. So, Okay. Anyway, Esther is now introducing her to uh, uh, a girl and they go away. Benji shows this girl around and girl is thinking that Benji is the host. Right. This lady it's, says uh, she's a, she's, 
She looks like a model, 100%. Yes. Uh, we're yeah. at a model party, and these two yes. are, what, five foot five, both, maybe? Yes. And uh, not overly attract. Actually, I mean, Esther, I would 100% Esther is a, date. Is, is fucking attractive. Right. And Benji's oh. not un- overly n- not attractive, but he's a short guy, oh. and that goes against you no matter what, being short. Right. Um, and so we meet this lady, and what does she say she is? Uh, a nanny. Right. Yes. <laughs> and we will find out she's not a nanny. Um, Esther is uh, giving uh, the sister some shit. But uh, Benji interrupts. Right, these uh, are the spirulina it, chips that she bought earlier yes. from the store. Yes. And, so they're uh, super impressed by her. Yes. And uh, introduce Charlotte. Charlotte to Nanny. And sister goes crazy over her. Oh, you missed something. Mm-hmm. Important to the whole episode. If He was showing her around, right? They went to the bedroom. We, have, we haven't gotten there. Or... Yeah, we are. We had to have already gone there. Remember, they went to the bedroom and he showed her the baseball card. Yes. And then uh, she it, she she thinks that this is his house and it's the super nice mm. nice house. But Benji's mm-hmm. parents actually own this house, and his brother mm-hmm. also lives there and pretty much owns it more than him. I guess we didn't talk about his mm. brother earlier. Right. We mm. kind of skipped over all of that. Uh, way earlier, we met, met his brother. Who's this huge douchebag? Who's played? He's mm-hmm. played by somebody I've seen in everything, but I couldn't place him. Uh, mm. And his girlfriend, the guy who was talking about like, uh, I'm driving around on 91 octane like a normie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so back, she. Uh, oh, she says uh, when they're in the bedroom, she says. Uh, she doesn't care if... uh, Oh, he says something about being... His sister gave him cards that said he was the vice president of her company just so he could get girlfriend because he Mm. can't get a girlfriend. And the lady says... uh, She tries to make out with him. And he's like, you know, they're just fake cards, right? (laughs) And she says, I don't Mm -hmm. care. Right, so now they're... They've hooked up, and then they go outside mm-hmm. and meet with the sister. That's pretty important to this mm-hmm. whole episode. Sorry, I'm trying to recap this without any notes. So, no, 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 that's okay. I'm glad that you did it because I, I found it really hard to 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 take notes on what was important or not for this episode. Uh, then we go to the bar, and Esther is still on about how Benji should get him a job. Her job, sorry. And this young man, like. Young young black man comes up, makes fun of her shirt, and uh, this black uh, black young man tells uh, her that Benji is going out with an escort. And right, Esther, they're, at, uh, get... they're they're comedians, clearly, right? Right. I mean, they're at this comedy club, so now I'm assuming they're both comedians in the show. I mean, as far as like, yeah. so it's kind of written about two people who are stand-up comedians in LA and they're right. well I mean they never sp- they never outright say it though but yeah no no we will see what I do later maybe we'll 
get an episode of that later, what they actually do. But I, I was thinking that as well, that they were comedians. Uh, and Esther gets uh, a profile uh, there, and Esther shows Benji that she's an export. Uh, and while, while she's uh, do, doing that, uh, sh she had to log in to the dating profile site and make uh, a profile, so she gets a dinner proposal. Right, because you have to. She says, uh, "the the the guy, the the other co comedian, I'm assuming, that's there with them. He's like, why don't you just make an account?" And she's like, "I don't even have yeah. a credit card. How am I gonna make an account?" And he's like, "I don't. Know. You could make you could make an account of you uh, the other way, which means she made yeah. an account of her being an escort, right? An escort, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, uh." How did they find out about this? Oh, right. The, the the guy knew. Right, you mentioned that. Yes. Somehow he knew about this escort site. I like the line where she's like saying, oh, I got to tell him right now. And the guy's like, I, I don't put down sex workers. <laughs> <laughs> so Esther goes out with, with this uh, fat white man. And I'm allowed to say that because I'm a fat white man. Right. Okay, we got to go back. Uh, you missed the whole scene. Where she tells him that that she's an ex escort. You completely. I, I said so. I said so. I said she shows him the web page. Oh right, but in that scene, uh, uh, he doesn't believe her. Right. Yeah, and then uh, she sees because she made the account. She that's where she gets the date. So she's yeah, on a date proposal. as an escort. Yeah. yeah. And, and um, they go to this restaurant and she orders a lot of food. <laughs> right. And because earlier in the episode, uh, the one girl is... Uh, oh, she, uh, Benji is going on a date with the escort that he doesn't know is an escort. And he tells her right. that he's going to this specific restaurant... And the girl's like, that's my dream restaurant to have somebody take me on a date to. And she ends up mm -hmm. having this guy who is paying for her as an escort to go on a date, take her to that specific restaurant. Yeah. Yes. And uh, he flirts a lot with uh, with her, of course, because uh, she think, he thinks he's a, she's an escort. She looks at him as a, as a dad because... She she's going like you would be a great daddy, <laughs> and and you see him get him more and more horny because right she says she calls him daddy. <laughs> she says sometimes I feel like a loser because I only own one towel, and he says yeah. well we could go shopping, and she's like yeah. uh if my dad were here that's exactly what we'd be doing yeah <laughs> uh, she comes home. And uh, Charlotte recognizes him. That's kind of funny. Recognizes so the guy goes, that Esther's yeah, with. Yeah, right. that Esther is with. And, and she goes like, I've seen him somewhere before. Right, she says he and, dated a friend of, uh, a co-worker of, of mine. Of, right. Uh, and, and, and she goes, and he goes, a nanny? And she just goes, yeah, a nanny. <laughs> And Esther has been shopping. 
uh, Benji gets, gives her uh, hassle, and uh, uh, the sister of uh, like, uh, and we get to know that the sister has fired Charlotte because Charlotte was an escort. Right. Yeah. And uh, Charlotte comes to the house and almost leaves Benji. Uh, because they are having a fight about no, this. No, it's because he won't buy her any presents. She goes, oh, yeah. I'm depressed and I want presents. And he's like, see, the thing, I think you deserve presents. I totally do. The thing is, my parents aren't going to be back home for a couple days, and that's when I get my <laughs> gift cards. So my this money. is a rich, he's a rich kid who just lives off of his parents, and his parents are always yeah. gone all the time. Yeah. yeah. Esther and the fat man on the beach... He tries to kiss her, uh, kiss her and Esther runs away. <laughs> like, she sees she see, see, see the ghost. She just says, ooh, gross. <laughs> you, right. ooh, she, gross. This guy is paying her away. as an escort, and he tries to give yeah. her a kiss, and she says, ooh, gross, and runs away. <laughs> and by the way, this is the guy from The Office, whatever his name is. Uh, yes. I love him. The guy they always change the name of or something, yeah. I think. Right. Yeah. I, I don't remember what his name is, but uh, he's really funny. He's not a fa- super famous actor, but you'd know him from the No, office. no. Yeah, yeah. Esther wakes up Benji, and Charlotte has left. She's stolen the baseball cat, uh, cards, of course. Right, because so he, uh, she was going to leave him, and he just said, uh, I've got a, b- a bunch of mixed drinks left over from the party. So yeah. she stayed over, but she knew he didn't have any money. So she stole the, the baseball card the baseball. I, I yeah. talked about earlier, which yeah. at the time I didn't mention, but he said was the most expensive thing he owned. Yeah. And they promised to have no more escorts in their life. Then we go to the next day. <laughs> this is my favorite scene. <laughs> Benji hangs out. An order uh, has ordered the most cheap escort. <laughs> right, and they're at like some diner or something. Diner, like, yes. Yeah. And 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 he's like, oh, I just want a date. And he has ordered the most like cheap escort. And then Esther comes in the door, <laughs> and she's dressed like Alicia Silverstone from Clueless. Oh, yes. Oh, but yeah. They go and eat breakfast, and we go to credits. No, you missed the best joke right at the end. She, he's like, uh, they're talking. He's like, you look like uh, a Jewish Annie, and he, she says, you are the one that looks like a Jewish Annie. And you look at him, and he actually <laughs> kind of does, without yeah. like as red hair. And then, uh, she looks at him and says, "Are we gonna die alone?" And he goes, <laughs> oh, "I've wow. thought a lot about this." Yes, we are. <laughs> and he's like, but I don't think that's a bad thing. Talking to dying people is really, really boring. <laughs> and she's like, you're right. He's like, I asked my mom, or I asked my grandma as she was dying. I went up and it was super awkward. And I said, how's life? And she died 60 minutes later. Life was <laughs> life was an hour for her. <laughs> yeah. And that like was said, how they ended it on that on that joke. I think I think you will be better at taking notes at this show and than me. To be I honest. think you should try one more, but maybe because the first episode of any show is harder to do 
because it's the first time yeah. you've ever seen any of it. First time you're being yeah. introduced to it. So you may have to uh, pay more attention to the first episode. But now that you know all the characters and everything, I think the second episode will be easier. It always is. Uh, we will see. I will I will do one more. Sure. And if you still feel, uh, feel like it's too weird, I'll, I'll take over. Yeah. Uh, we skip Nintendo Adventure because it still isn't there, so we can't do all the fun voices. I promise we will do it when she comes back. Um, you can go to audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. That's audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen, and you get one free audiobook and a free month of Audible, and you also support the show. And if you want to end the Audible trial after that month has gone. You can keep your book and you will still support us. So go to audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. Right? Indeed. Uh, I guess I'll just plug westcoastwrestlingconnection.com Go check out the TV mm-hmm. show on YouTube. Uh, comes out every week. Uh, I just went to a taping, and I know everything that happens for the next few, well, a bunch of weeks. And I can tell you there's some really good stuff happening with Eric Wright, for sure. Yeah. And yeah. there may be some new champions that are really exciting, especially for me. Cool. Cool. I'm looking forward to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can check out that wrestling show where we this week we'll talk about 24 hours of Raw. I mean, 24... Right, yeah. I I thought for a minute there it was going to be Royal oh, Rumble yes. Sunday, and then it was going to be the five-hour Raw the very next day, and then SmackDown, yeah. and I was like, oh my gosh, that would be ridiculous, but Royal Rumble is the next week, so. <laughs> Still not great, because Royal Rumble is going to be six hours, and the, it'll be five hours plus SmackDown the, the week before that, so, uh, yeah. I hope we are doing Alone Together episode two. Oh, yes, we are. Sorry. <laughs> Nobody understands, but that's what I, I made a mistake on a run sheet. <laughs> yes. Next week, we will also talk of news of the week. Uh, uh, Royal Rumble predictions. Another digital review of Forever My Girl. What is this movie about? I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's some type of romantic. Uh, romance musical. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week, we will also talk about the Bermuda Triangle. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it should be interesting. I just heard a really interesting theory on this last week, so I'll talk about that next week. Ooh. Okay, from the United States of America and from uh, Norway, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Citizen. Goodbye.